1: If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy Sirius XM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of Sirius XM outside the car for free. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone at home and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new Sirius XM streaming subscribers. Sirius XM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I get you ready for Raw Rehab. That's right, after what we saw last night, I think coming off a great, and I mean great SummerSlam, I think Monday Night Raw was just the tinge off of what we saw on Sunday, as it's the go home show for payback on Sunday. A lot to talk about. Keith Lee makes his debut he gets in the ring with Randy Orton Drew McIntyre takes not one not two but three punts to the head and of course we had everything that was going on with the women's division a lot to get into with the busted open nation all that right now on the busted open podcast Mark Henry was the good last night. First of all, yeah, he's called Cedric Alexander, Cedric the Entertainer, but then he followed it. He did a good job of just like, you know, he's entertaining in the ring, Cedric Like, I loved it. He actually did a really good job covering that up, but it was really good seeing Mark Henry on Monday Night Raw. Great job seeing Mark Henry. The highlight was Mark Henry. He looked fantastic, but then there was the other... Two hours, hours and, and fifty-seven minutes. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Oof cakes. Oof
2: cakes! Um, i popped so hard when mark henry called Cedric alexander cedric the entertainer not because of the flub i mean yeah the flub is funny haha ha. i'm laughing my ass off thinking about what mark henry is thinking about in that moment on live tv standing in the middle of that ring thinking to himself oh man Dave and Bully are going to kill me tomorrow.
0: (laughs) You know, there's probably a lot of things going through his mind. A lot of people on social media, Bully said, maybe he's still feeling the effects from Sunday afternoon, which is very, very possible because somebody who does not drink to drink that much tequila like he did on Sunday, he's probably going to feel it for the entire week. But seriously, you know that's this, you know that's gonna happen, bully. You know that in a live situation, live microphone, he did a really good job of just like rolling through it, making a, making a joke out of it, and moving on. And seriously, it was great seeing Mark Henry uh, on Monday Night Raw. But you know, bully, I, I get it. You know, sometimes we can be critical. We're honest. Uh, I was the first to say that I thought Sunday and SummerSlam was great. And I really do feel that that was great. We talked in depth about what I thought was the match of 2020 between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. We explained to our audience why the ending of that match was fantastic. Go to at Busted Open Radio. We have our audiogram that's already hit about 30,000 of explaining how that end of that match worked. So what we saw on Sunday worked. What we saw last night, Bully did not work. Uh, the best way I can describe the show last night was mess. Because last night's show was a mess. Was it a hot mess? I mean, you could call it a hot mess. You could call it, you know, a moist mess. I don't know <laughs> what you want to call it. But it was a mess last no, but night.
2: When something's a hot mess, it has, you know, it's attractive in a way. You know, like. You know, she's a real hot mess. She's hot, but she's all disheveled looking. Yeah, she's still hot. So, was it was it a good mess? Uh, Was it a
0: was it a hot mess or just a mess? Based on your description, it was not a hot mess. It was far from being a hot mess. It was just a mess. It was it the best way. And and listen, the phone lines are open. I, I want to hear from the nation after watching that show. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT93. Seriously, the phone lines are open right off the bat because I want to hear from the nation. If they saw something that I did not see, like, you know, listen, I, I you know, I don't catch everything. You know, we explained the ending to the Orton-McIntyre match, and I got to give credit to the nation. A lot of people who hated on the ending then went back and said, you know what, now I get it. Now I understand. Now I appreciate it. Listen, if there's something that I did not see, if there's something that I missed, please call in and tell me. But I think this is going to be a case where it's raw rehab, Today on Busted Open. What really angers me more than anything, Bully, is that I thought SummerSlam was great. And the biggest thing is why are we having a pay per view on Sunday? We just had the second biggest pay per view on your calendar. I actually thought, in my opinion, Sunday was better. Than WrestleMania 36, WrestleMania 36 was thrown together very quickly. It didn't have the atmosphere, you know, hey, it was great that they put that show on and it was awesome to have wrestling, especially at the beginning stages of that pandemic that we all went through five months ago. But you would I guess everybody who watched knows that that show was rushed. It was supposed to be in front of 80,000 fans and then thrown together in front of zero fans. SummerSlam completely the opposite they had the time they had the they put the effort behind it they had the thunderdome it was a great atmosphere and i thought an amazing show how 24 hours later you can get something that was so right and have something so bad like we saw last night Uh, I put up a tweet already on the
2: old Twitter machine and I said, call into the show, describe Raw in one word. So today we're going to play word of the day and that word will be the nation describing Monday Night Raw. Uh, I'm going to probably lay out a bit today. I would really rather hear what fans thought of the show last night. I think my sentiments mirror yours a little bit. I can I can probably extract some good things here and there. I'll tell you what, right off the bat, as I said last week, I still don't understand what Raw Underground is supposed to be.
0: I, I'm, can I'm can guessing, you tell me what it is? All I'm guessing is it's an alternative show within the show. Like, I thought it was leading up to something, and I do have some guesses. I have one guess, because... And I could be completely off. I'd love to hear it. But I think it's got something to do with retribution. The reason why last night, the way the show ended, there was a lot of like, you know, we've been kind of joking around that it looks like it's a bunch of 15 year olds. And it did seem like that last night, except for one figure. And one figure stood above everyone else. And it looked like the guy was like seven feet tall. And I don't. I know it's hard to say because of the hoodie and, and and everything else. But it kind of resembled the security guard that stands outside the door that was with Shane McMahon for Raw Underground. I could be completely wrong. That, that security but, guard
2: looks considerably bigger than the guy that was standing on the apron.
0: Okay, so then 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 that's that. Like I, that that was my only guess. Because bully, I don't know. Because it goes beyond just, what's the goal of it? It doesn't make any sense, and I'm not buying in. The Hurt Business. For the first two hours of that show last night, the Hurt Business were humiliated, embarrassed, became a joke. Now I'm supposed to buy in as soon as Raw Underground starts, that there are these badasses that are going to beat the shit out of everybody? I'm sorry. I just saw Bobby Lashley lose a arm wrestling match with Apollo Crews because he stomped on his foot and then beat him. I just saw Shelton Benjamin running after the 24-7 championship, which is a joke championship, and then I'm supposed to buy into Raw Underground where these... Badasses that beat the shit out of everybody. I'm sorry. Completely disconnected.
2: Maybe Raw Underground is a place wrestlers can go for therapy against shitty booking. Okay. I mean, sounds like about no, as good a, a guess actually, as anything else. What you, what you described is everybody who is disgruntled and or lost... You just described a bunch of, you know, you know uh, uh, Bobby lost the arm wrestling match. Shelton lost the 24-7 match. They're all pissed off. So they go to the underground and they take try to take out all their frustrations. I, I, I have no idea. I still don't know what it's supposed to be. And even when I get something like Bobby Lashley and Dolph Ziggler, I'm saying to myself, wow, because Dolph can go. Yeah. Dolph is an amazing amateur wrestler. obviously Bobby's Bobby. So when I'm seeing this, I'm like, this is going to be good. Because I'm thinking to myself, they're going to really go. And then I see them kind of having to, you know, force to work a little bit. And then I say to myself, well, well, what is it? What is it supposed to be? Just a bunch of disgruntled guys and gals taking out their frustration, just fighting for no reason. And Shane is doing this. I'm to the point where I think I should understand it by now. I know why I don't understand who retribution is because that's like a whodunit. That's a cliffhanger. Yes. With, with Raw Underground, I should completely get it by now. Oh, this is the place that fill in the blank. This is where wrestlers go who blank. This is supposed to be Blank. I I, I still don't get it. And you can, people can chime in on social media all they want and tell me what they think it's supposed to be. That's fine. But until the WWE tells me what it's supposed to be. Otherwise, I, I love to use my own brain and figure it out. But I still don't know. And I'm really not that interested in it. Because until somebody really gets banged out, it's really not that big of a deal. And
0: even once they do get banged out, it's not that big of a deal. And it's, there's, this is Monday Night Raw in a nutshell. There's no direction. There's no direction here. What do these things mean? And honestly, it's all against the product that you're watching. Think about it. Retribution is against the WWE. Just the main roster, obviously not NXT. It's, it's Raw and it's SmackDown. So they're crossing off the WWE, they, they're anti-WWE. So you have this whole faction that's kind of like the foundation of the show that's anti-WWE, and then you have an alternative product like Raw Underground because it's supposed to be, I guess, something that you're not getting with the main show, but it's within the show with the same characters that you're seeing on the show. So, like, maybe if it was different personalities, different characters are like Or like you just said, Bully, like, you know what, guys that aren't being used are not being used the right way. So let's make Raw Underground for them. I I don't know what it's supposed to be. Because then again, it's like you just saw the Hurt Business lose, get humiliated, get embarrassed, become a joke, and then they're badasses on Raw Underground. I'm, I'm sorry. It makes no sense. And again, Bully, I'm with you. I don't care. I'm at the point now, I do not care. Like, Retribution, I am, like, curious about what this is all about. It's getting kind of ridiculous because it does look like kids. You have, like, five or six, like, uh, small people that really, I don't know have if they have wrestling ability or not, coming out with four wrestlers, and they're running scared and getting their asses kicked. I mean... Okay, I guess the numbers game, I don't know, but you would think that, you know, there would be more of a a little bit of a pushback than what we saw last night. Like, you would think, like, Rey Mysterio and and Dominic were scared, like, as if I was outside and the bear came out of the woods. They were, like, shitting their pants. What, what are you talking about? This is a first ballot Hall of Famer and a guy that took a kendo stick to his back, stomach, and chest just a couple weeks ago. And I swear to God, I thought they were pissing and shit in their pants last night. And I'm supposed to buy into this crap?
2: Not one person came to help Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic. It's almost impossible to suspend your disbelief And allow yourself to just be entertained When the first thing you're doing Is scratching your head And you know what The people that you send down to the ring To help Rey Mysterio and Dominic They don't have to be effective That's not the point They should run down to try to Especially at this stage of the game Where Retribution has attacked enough Where people should be on high alert That hey i'll tell you what i got your back you got my back <clears throat> excuse me if retribution were to hit the ring hey man please be there for me okay i gotcha ray mysterio and dominic and nobody not a soul not a man not a woman not a lighting guy not a an audio guy not a guy behind the desk not samoa joe not not come on yeah. I, I'm not going to sit back and just. I, I, I'm not going to just sit back and be entertained when I'm scratching my head and saying this. This doesn't make sense. And this is where I. This is where I love and challenge anybody who's a part of this creative process. To call into this show and go, oh come on, Bubba. Well, you know it's just this or just that. no. You know what it is? It's just dog shit. Because you're not not the not retribution, not the angle so far. Your inability to connect the dots is what's dog shit. You cannot tell me <clears throat> if you have somebody like I don't know. Uh, let's say uh, uh, Elias was in the ring. And he was getting beat down and nobody came out for the safe. Okay, I can understand it. Or if you had some guy who used to be a babyface, but now is a heel, then was a babyface again, and they didn't come down to help him, I could understand it. Rey Mysterio basically walks on water when it comes to the amount of love that he has from his peers. Everybody in the company, and listen—if they love Ray, how do you think they feel about Dominic? Come on, you're telling me not one person can come down and even try to make a save. I know if I'm booking that shit, I'm sending at least three waves of people. Three waves, and, and you, know we've seen gonna it every, you know what's going to happen before? You know what's going to happen to every. Every single wave, every single wave is going to get cut down. How does that make sense? You're telling me that nobody gives a damn about Rey Mysterio and his son? And and I'll tell you what, I'm going to end it with this, Dave, with this part of, of my rant. I'm willing to let them explain to me why. I'm willing to wait for them to go and remember when Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic was in the ring and nobody came to help it was because of blah 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 oh okay now I get it wow that that story makes sense Remember after the year long build up to the aces and eights, we did the whole, uh, we did the year in review and we explained all of the little things that happened along the way that might not have made sense. And then all of a sudden the entire year made sense. Kind of like watching the movie, The Sixth Sense, where you get to the end, you're shocked, and then they do the reveal and they show you how it all went along. And you're like, oh my God, how did I not see that? It was right in front of me. If they can do that with retribution, bravo, good job. As of right now, I don't see that happening.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I was doing a show during that whole Aces and eights storyline, and I was like, this makes no sense because, you know, Bully took a beating, you know, at the wedding from Taz. and uh, But you explained it. Hey, sometimes you got to take a beating. That's what you said. Sometimes you have to take a beating. And you explained it, you know, that, that camera just on your face, and you explained the whole thing and why everything happened. And then you're like, okay, now I get it. They're going to have some explaining. Because here's the other thing, Bully. We saw it on SmackDown. Big E and John Morrison are in the ring. Retribution comes out. The entire locker room of SmackDown comes out. And what does Retribution do? They scatter. They run. Does, but that doesn't happen on Monday Night Raw? Again, you we just saw it on Fri we saw it on Friday night, but we're not going to see it on Monday night? Doesn't make any sense. And I got to be honest with you, as far as things that didn't make sense, that's the least of it. Was retribution and the way that show ended last night. 877-344-4893, 877 93 Listen, the phone lines are open. We want to hear from the busted open nation. Explain in one word, describe in one word, Monday Night Raw. And is there something we're not seeing? We'll get to the nation, and we got a lot more to talk. Go ahead, Bully.
2: We should only take phone calls today from people who want to defend Raw. To there won't be enough. How, then we'll te- take one no. call. But I, that's what I want. I want people to tell us it was a great show, and we are completely wrong, and why we are completely wrong. We talk to the stars of the NFL on the 2020 training camp tour. The newest Tampa Bay Buccaneer, the starting quarterback, Tom Brady. So what is your relationship with Bruce
0: Arians been so far? It's been fun getting to know him, working with him. I'd say he's a very hard-nosed coach. No one's entitled to anything. Everyone's working their tail off. He has high expectations for what we're doing. He wants everyone to go out there and work hard and lay it out on the field. And he's helped me quite a bit here in this transition. Hear these interviews anytime on the Sirius XM app why are we having a pay-per-view on Sunday? Like, I don't know. What I mean, payback <laughs> is Sunday. Like, we just had the second biggest pay-per-view. Here, you and I are talking yesterday about slowing it down, enjoying the story, you know, pacing, storytelling. We just get done with SummerSlam, and then the night after SummerSlam, <laughs> is the go-home Monday, Night Raw for payback. Like, what? Like, really quick. Roman Reigns shows up at SummerSlam, and we're like, what is he here for? What is he doing? Why is he here? Why now? What could be a part of? And they're having the contract signing for the main event of payback on Friday, and it's announced... 24 hours, less than 24 hours after he comes back. And now after less than 24 hours, after being gone for almost six months, he's in a championship match. What the the fuck? And then Keith Lee (laughs) makes his debut on raw last night. He has a match with Randy Orton. And then, like, think about that. In less than 24 hours, announcement, he's coming to Raw. Less than 48 hours after losing the NXT Championship, he has a match with Randy Orton, and then it's also announced he's having a rematch on a pay-per-view. Wow! 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 He makes his debut, has a match with Randy Orton, and already has a scheduled pay-per-view. Like, wow. Like you talk about the greatest success story in the history of the WWE. You gotta hand it to Keith Lee. Because the man's already in a pay-per-view match with Randy Orton with Randy Orton. Like uh, wh- I, who writes this shit?
2: <laughs> I just I just wanna send out uh you know my uh I, I just want to say I'm very happy that Keith Lee is healed up and he no longer has burn marks on his face from the fire that uh you know got, got thrown in his face. And, 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 and no redness, no uh no, no nothing. You know, he's complete he's completely fine. Yes, he's fine. You know, praise the Lord, praise the Lord indeed that he is completely fine, no burn marks. I mean, it doesn't even look like the fire even touched him. Hallelujah. Nothing. Fire, fire. Burned God in the eyes, burned in the God face with fire. God is good, bully. God is good. The mysteries, what wonderful mystery! Sing a joyous song unto the Lord. Keith Lee is healed. Yep, it's a miracle. No red, no redness. No, no, no. Like, not,
0: like he is a fast healer. He must uh, have put like neosporin on his face, a lot of ice. There wasn't compresses. even any neosporin. There wasn't even any of that neosporin. Like he's done. Like it's gone. That it's was great, gone. man. Got his face burned. Burned.
2: Oh, wow. Gone. Gone. Looked great. He
0: yeah, he looked amazing.
2: Remember the last time your face got burnt and you bounced back after two weeks? Oh, yeah.
0: I remember that. Eighth grade. Yeah.
2: Huh?
0: I was back back in the classroom after recess. Not only that, but I got it. You got it. I love Keith Lee. But, you know, his promo with Randy. Randy's like, what's your name again? Keith Lee? Yeah. Hey, what's the matter? You don't watch NXT on Wednesday nights? Did you see the promo during SummerSlam? That's me. It's the same guy that was in that promo on some. That was me. That was and me. Oh, it? yeah. I was the one that won the uh, Universal, uh, you know, not the, I, was, I watched the you know, North American Championship and I had the NXT Championship. But I gave that up, you know, and all that. So that was me. That was me. My name's Keith Lee. They call me many things, Bully. They call me many things. They call me (laughs) many things. But I particularly like Limitless. Now, Bully, when you, you know, if you're meeting somebody for the first time. I remember the first time I met you, Bully. I said, you know what? I said, hello, sir. How are you? Big fan. Love your work. Big fan. Been watching you for years. My name's Dave LaGreca. They call me many things, asshole, piece of shit, garbage, loser. But you know what? I like to call myself Limitless. That's what they like, call me. Wow, that's great.
2: I want to be on a show with you. I want to do a show with Limitless Dave LaGreca. They call me Limitless. <laughs> they call
0: me, What the Ugh. fuck? Like, no I mean, and here's the thing. Keith Lee has Come done on. a tremendous sh- Like on NXT, you know, finally we saw that fire. He finally was like, you know what, man? I'm a badass. I don't have to take this shit from you. I'm fucking Keith Lee, man. Now we're seeing him on Monday. You talk about a regression. Jeez or, geez, Louise. Well,
2: let's... um. Let's change his gear. Let's, uh, hmm, let me see. What else can I change? Let's change his music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, Really quick. Cause uh, everybody loves this thing. Everything happens in threes. So I already (laughs) changed his gear. I already changed his music. And it is my birthday. Uh, Ah, limitless. That's it. Damn it. Limitless. I love it.
0: That's such good shit. I Listen, you know, that Moro love to say, like, I get it. But when you're, you're going up against a legend like Randy Orton, you want to make an impression? That's how you make an impression with Randy Orton? Seriously? Come on, And I know this isn't Keith Lee's fault. Like, Keith, I feel bad. Like, he's been dealt a bad hand with that one. I mean, like, I, I could see Vince McMahon. It's my birthday. I'm not even going to try to do the Vince McMahon impersonation because I'll just sound constipated. But like, like you know, it's my birthday, so you know what? The fa- listen, the fans love Keith Lee's music. We got to change that shit. Change it. They love it. Change
2: you know. Uh, But Mr. McMahon, uh, what about his wrestling gear? They really love his wrestling gear too. Change it. Um, and and what about a uh, what about a catchphrase, sir? Uh, uh, what would you like him to say? He's limitless.
0: Ha. It's my birthday. (laughs) Now make a wish and. (laughs)
2: Blow out the candles. Exactly. Blow out my candles.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. The, the best part about it is, like, poor Violetta. <laughs> you know? I, I Like, she comes in, you know, and she's like, she wants to sit down and watch a little bit of what I do. You know, so she sits on the couch. She starts watching Roy. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, my God. SummerSlam, I was telling her, SummerSlam was so much better, though, honey. Like, I'm telling you. Like, that's, 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 that's that's what it is. Not it's not this. It's not this. Is just a crazy madman at seventy-five changing shit last minute. I swear to you. I swear to you. Please. Boy, I wish I could get some of that pierogi. Is that you or Vince McMahon? That's Vince. Oh. what are you talking about?
2: My God, so look at her.
0: I'm She's so limitless. No, <laughs> oh, but I get it. They call him limitless. I get it. I understand. It's the tagline. But that's Randy Orton, and and the way you confront Randy Orton is like, let me tell you something. They call me many things. I'm described in many ways, but my preferred is limitless. What what? Nobody talk nobody talks like that. Nobody talks like that. Nobody talks like that. Nobody. <laughs> hey, hey Gabby,
2: imagine some dude walks up to you <laughs> at the bar and you're like, hi, my name is Gabby. What what's your name? <laughs> well, you know, sweetheart, they uh they call me many names, but I call myself <laughs> Limitless.
0: <laughs> they go, you'd be like, Gabby would be like, you're a fucking tool. Get away from me. Get away from me before I call the cops. I've had very similar interactions. I wish I could say that things
2: have not worked out in my favor, but guys have, listen, weirder things have
0: come my way than Limitless. That's for sure.
2: Example. Example.
0: not not doing that today come on viper was what the viper
2: oh yeah somebody told you he was the viper yeah and now that i think about it hey what's going on yeah they call me the viper (laughs) they call me viper and now that i think about it maybe he was a big
0: Randy orton fan and i just didn't know (laughs) yes maybe i told him i'm limitless so it's weird but (laughs) and again like the whole nickname thing that's not for you that's not for you to spout that's for that's that's for phillips that's for cole that's for joe let them call you limitless it's not for you to say to randy orton that you're limitless what does randy orton give a shit randy orton must be thinking all right you're limit what that what does that mean what does that mean you're limitless what does that mean i am going to punch you in the head sir
2: And then Randy throwing a punch and Keith Lee catching it and squashing his hand like in Superman 2 when Zod lost his power and Superman just crushed his fist. Dude, it's Randy Orton. And here's the... Listen, Dave, we're having a good time with this. We're joking around. We're laughing. Everybody knows how we feel about Keith Lee. Everybody knows how we feel about Randy Orton. But, dude... You can't put Keith right in there with Randy. They're trying to give Keith their rub. They're trying to show how much balls Keith has by coming out to interrupt Randy Orton and challenging Randy Orton to a match and all this and let's get his leapfrog drop down in and he catches Randy Orton's hand. It, to me, it's just, as a fan, it's not believable. It's Randy Orton. Do that with somebody else. Leave Randy Orton alone right now. Randy is doing the most phenomenal work of his life. Randy is in there with guys that are helping to elevate Randy. Randy's in a main event angle with Drew. Let's not muddy the waters with Keith. And if you are going to do that, that's fine. But please give Keith verbiage that's going to be befitting of Randy Orton standing there and listening. The Randy Orton that I know would have walked away. The minute Keith Lee would have been in there and he would have been like, yeah, okay, young boy, see you, bye. And then for Randy to throw a punch and then Keith Lee to catch it, I'm sorry, I don't buy that. Randy Orton's not like, it's not like Drake Maverick throwing a punch at Keith Lee. It's Randy Orton. But it seems like Randy Orton's punts to the head don't mean shit lately, so maybe his punches don't either
0: putting you over says on Twitter Florida needs to look into their power companies because it seems like there's always outages yeah maybe that's something that they need to do also uh, loyal Busted Open Nation member Vanessa in Ontario says that you that wow Dave and Bully are being overly critical and nitpicky about Raw last night Vanessa I'd love for you to call in if you could because that's somebody I definitely would love to hear from because Vanessa is a loyal listener um, and I'd love to hear from her why we're being so nitpicky and having some fun with what I thought was a terrible Monday Night Raw last night. Eight seven seven. Now wait, wait, wait! Oh, somebody, somebody and and somebody answered her. This guy, Chuckaholic. He goes,
2: "I enjoyed Raw. I don't need dirt sheets or busted open to tell me what I should like. That's fine." When did we try to tell you you should not have liked Raw? We're not doing that. We're doing the opposite. We're saying we didn't dig it too much, and if you did, call into the show and tell us why. But bully, Too why? many people listen
0: with their head firmly wedged in their ass. And, and, Bully, this is where I'll have to agree with you because do you want me to be honest or do you want me to be... Politically correct. If you want me to come on the air and say that Raw was great and I'll give you all the positives, then I'm not being honest with you or myself. I love SummerSlam. So yesterday I came on the air and praised SummerSlam up and down. I was being completely honest. Nobody told me to do it. We were being completely honest. Now, Bully, we're being completely honest today, Bully. We did not like Raw. So we're telling you why we did not like Raw. And by the way, I think, Bully, we're having some fun with it as well. We're joking around a little bit and having some fun. Now, if you feel that Raw was great and you really liked it, Bully, like you said right off the bat at the start of the show, call in. We will never tell you. Completely different than what we did yesterday. Yesterday, we were telling you as educators – This is why they did what they did in the Drew McIntyre-Randy Orton match. This is why it was good. This is why the ending was perfect. If you liked Monday Night Raw, Bully and I are not going to tell you you should not like Monday Night Raw. I will never tell anybody that they should or should not like something. Ever.
1: Every moment.
0: LeBron backwards to KCP. Right back to LeBron. Bounce pass Anthony Davis. Slam dunk. A perfect pass from LeBron to AD. Every series. LeBron
2: has has reserved that mindset that he's not going to win a title if Anthony Davis is not playing at a high level.
1: We're talking about Lakers, Trailblazers, and all the 2020 NBA Playoff Series every morning on Sirius XM NBA Radio, Sirius 207, XM 86, and however you stream in the house.
0: You saw what happened to Drew McIntyre, and now it's leading to Randy Orton and Keith Lee in a match at Payback this Sunday, again, going from SummerSlam to another Payback within, a, within, going to another pay-per-view Payback within a week. And Keith Lee saying that he wasn't very upset about Drew McIntyre getting involved in his match because, you know, they're very good friends and their friendship and blah, blah, blah. Last month, Keith Lee was on the bump. And you know the bump because you and Mark Henry have been frequent guests on the bump. Uh, So Keith Lee was on the bump, and they asked him about Drew McIntyre and if he would love to face Drew McIntyre, and Keith Lee had this to say about Drew McIntyre. He said, absolutely. Drew McIntyre is someone that I've never had a singles match with, but I guarantee you this. He would like to have one with me because I ran him out of Evolve and I ran him out of NXT. And I would like to make that idea into a match. I think the WWE universe would enjoy it because he's a super athlete. He's not normal. Competitively speaking, this idea makes my blood boil. He said that last month on the bump. But last night, it was all about his friendship with Drew McIntyre. Boy, they really connected the dots on that one. Sounded like they had a good idea, but I guess they changed it to a friendship between the two of them.
2: I think I'm going to start my own wrestling company, and it's going to be called Everything is Going to Make Sense Championship Wrestling. I like it. How's that?
0: Everything is going to make sense wrestling. EGTMSCW. EGMTSCW. 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 EGMTSCW.
2: I, I can't stand it when pro wrestling does not make sense. Listen, little things here and there are going to happen. That's why we have the term creative liberty within the wrestling business when we kind of try to fit those round pegs into those square holes like, eh, yeah. all right. But in, in, in my opinion, everything should make sense and dots could, should be connected. And and I'm glad that you that you cleared up what the uh, caller said from earlier when he brought up the Cody and Arn beatdown at the end of Dynamite. I did not get a chance to see it on Saturday, um, but I'm glad to hear that as Cody and Arn were getting beat down, people came out to try to save them, and the uh, the uh, the Dark Order beat the crap out of everybody. That's what makes sense. That's what people would do. <clears throat> Just take real life and mirror it in the ring. It's not difficult. It's not rocket science. It's really not. Just do
0: what seems logical. And, and storytelling. What happened to storytelling? Like, you know, they, WWE threw out a video of, you know, of um, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre sparring together, you know? And I'm sure there is a friendship between the two of them. Well, let that friendship play out on TV. Have Keith Lee debut on Monday Night Raw. Let's see that friendship between Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee develop on TV so that when, Drew, when Randy Orton does punt Drew McIntyre in the head, then it makes logical sense that Keith Lee wants to get some revenge on Randy Orton. Why are they all of a sudden debuting Keith Lee, having Keith Lee, you know, have a a stare down and a promo between him and Randy Orton, have a match on Raw, and then already have the rematch on a pay-per-view all within a week, in less than a week. Why? What happened to storytelling? Let this develop I'm just to uh, I'm just to assume that there's this great friendship between Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee. Less than a month ago, Keith Lee is on the bump talking about that you know there's the competitive nature between the two, and he wants a match between Drew McIntyre. He said that on WWE programming. Well, he said yeah, it on the me, bump.
2: Let me let me help you out here, Dave, because uh, let, let's be honest, when Keith Lee was on the bump about a month ago and he was talking about drew mcintyre and i ran him out of evolve and i ran him out of nxt he probably did not know he was going to be getting the call these things happen extremely last minute these days uh if you were watching the wwe network special about wrestlemania uh that that aired right after summerslam what about Braun Strowman telling uh, telling us how he got in his car and he drove 21 miles to like his home in Wisconsin and about 20 uh, I'm not not 21 miles 20 hour 21 hours yeah from Orlando to Wisconsin 21 hour drive and at about the 20 hour mark he got a call from the office and the office said yeah we need you at WrestleMania you got to turn around. And they sent him a plane and everything. Like, things happen so, so quick. So last minute over there. And all of a sudden, they didn't even tell him on the phone what he was doing. He shows up back in Orlando, and it's like, okay, you're wrestling Goldberg. Uh, what? Uh, uh. So I wouldn't be shocked if Keith Lee, you know, didn't know about this until last minute. Now, last minute enough so they knew to drop the championship to carry and Cross but probably didn't know about this a month out or two months. And, and, and if he did, then okay, that, that's fine. We're joking around about Keith Lee this morning. I don't know about you, Dave, but after the Keith Lee segment last night with Randy on the microphone and then after the match, people did not like the fact that they changed his gear. People did not like the fact that they changed his music. And people did not like the fact that that was it. Like, this is what you brought Keith Lee onto Raw for? For this? This was the best first impression you could have gave us of Keith Lee on your flagship show?
0: Yikes. That's what fans were saying. And listen, the music, listen, I not a big deal. I mean, we're having a little bit of a fun with it, but whatever but you're rushing him into a match with Randy Orton. Like, why? The story is Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. We all know that. The last of this did not take place last night. The long-term story is between Randy and Drew McIntyre. So I'm hoping that this is not just like a piece of the puzzle because Keith Lee deserves more than that but like let this develop when you care about them why why the rush why are you having payback on, like roman reigns just comes back and before we even get an explanation about roman reigns he's already in a championship match on a pay-per-view we we don't even we we haven't even had the opportunity to hear roman reigns speak and they've already announced the main event for payback and he's in a championship match guy's been gone for 6 months Guy's been gone for six months, and already he's in a championship match for the universal title on a pay-per-view on Sunday. Come on. Come on. And then they tell us, I hear all these assholes that come on and say, it's the fans' fault. It's the fans' fault. This is because the fans don't have patience anymore. These millennials, they have no patience. They want everything now. They want everything now, but yet you book a pay-per-view a week after SummerSlam. But that's my fault. You throw Keith Lee into a match with Randy Orton, that's my fault. Roman Reigns comes back at the end of SummerSlam, and before he's even able to grab a microphone and explain, he's already in a championship match at a pay-per-view. And by the way, that pay-per-view is a week after SummerSlam. But that's the fans' fault. It's because the fans, these fans today, they have no patience. Bullshit. Bullshit. I'm sorry, but that's wrong. You are the voice of the wrestling fan.
2: If you're disgruntled and you didn't like it, I'm sure there's a large majority of fans who feel the same way. Uh, Dominic last night. Great job, Dominic. Main event with your dad. I thought you did a really, really good job. Uh, Congratulations Dominic I'm trying to extract Some of the positives So I thought uh, The past two nights For Dominic were, Were really good I thought he did a phenomenal job at SummerSlam. I thought he did a really strong job last night in the main event. The Raw, I think Dominic has a very bright future. Um, I can see... I think Dominic is a lot taller than his dad, obviously. So I think some of those things that he is mirroring that his dad once did, he probably needs to get a little better at. Or maybe just get rid of them from your repertoire. You don't have to do everything that your dad did. Get some stuff that's unique to you. Also, Bravo to Buddy Murphy Buddy did a great job Leading Dominic last night Buddy put himself in the right spots To make Dominic look as good As Dominic could possibly look So that was great to see those guys Working together to get Dominic over but I really saw Murphy going out of his way To put himself in the Right positions for Dominic And that's working together Great job Buddy Murphy
0: and, and another positive, too, I mentioned it earlier. Drew McIntyre at the start of the show, his promo explaining everything that happened on Sunday, I thought, a really good job by Drew McIntyre. When it's time to go to the track. Yeah. To the The yeah. series XM NASCAR Radio's got
2: Are you got. Five- here we go. Tune in to Sirius XM NASCAR radio. Or listen
0: on the phone when you get out of the car with the Sirius XM app. Uh-huh. We're back on the track. Saturday. At 6 p.m. Eastern. With NASCAR Cup Series Racing. Everything's
1: happening so fast. It's the Coke Zero Sugar 400.
2: Live from Daytona International Speedway. On Sirius XM. On Sirius, Sirius
0: XM. NASCAR radio. Channel 90. Very, very, very well done. Well, there's obviously a little bit of history lately between Nia Jacks. And Shayna Baszler, correct? There was like the little bit of a stare down that they had on Raw Underground and Nia Jax kind of fled the scene. And then you had the face-to-face where they went back and forth and Shayna Baszler called Nia Jax Haystack's Calhoun and Nia Jax called uh, Shayna Baszler a reject from the Adams family. Be a star. You're fat. No, you're ugly. And then you have the match between Shayna and Bailey, non title match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Nia Jax interferes and attacks Shayna Baszler. Next thing you know, Bailey and Sasha are outside the ring and they're like, ha ha, we're escaping with the da ha ha. And then all of a sudden, all the hate between Shayna Baszler. And Nia Jax all go away because they're angry because Bailey and Sasha are laughing at them. So now they're going to team up and go up against Bailey and Sasha
2: but they're going to be teammates that don't really get along. And I'm going to meet you in the back, and I'm going to tell you, hey, I got your back if you got my back, but you better watch it. And I'm going to push you in the shoulder and forget about the fact that you're an MMA shoot fighter who could stretch me into a big old pretzel. And then I'm going to smack you in the face like a little bitch, and you're not going to do anything
0: about it. Ugh. Or maybe we might just be tag team champions because you know what? The WWE loves just throwing people together. And then even though there's no history of them being a team, they're in a championship match at a pay-per-view on Sunday. Fuck you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just release that today. Oh, There's my your goodness. audio from today.
0: Well, that was you know the you know you asked for uh, an, a one word explanation. The first caller we had used the F word, but I mean seriously, they just hated each other. But now they're joining forces and they're in a championship match at Payback. Who cares? We need a match. We need a tag match for this Sunday. Who cares?
2: Just, just uh, throw something together. Just whip something up. We got people coming over. Just coffee and cake. Come on, whip something up. Come on, come on, throw something on the stove. Come on, come on, make something. Make something. Put on a pot of sauce. Do something. Come on, rip, whip
0: something up real quick. But see, bully, what you just said. Just throw it said, in front of them. They'll eat it. They're hungry. Don't worry about it. They won't ask no questions. Bully, that that you know what, bully, what you just said. Sums it all up. That sums it all up. They just throw it together. They just throw it together. We got a a pay-per-view on Sunday. We got to throw it together. Just throw it together. Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Doesn't matter if it has any kind of nourishment behind it, any kind of story. Just throw it together. Feed it to them because they'll eat anything. They'll eat anything. Just give it to them. And why shouldn't the WWE feel that
2: they, that way because they know the WWE universe has been feeding uh, eating everything they've been fed for years.
0: And we'll watch it on Sunday bully and we'll talk about it on Monday. But what a shame. What a shame because you have absolutely some of the best wrestlers in the world on your show. And you know what you this how much you care about them is that this is what you're giving them. And you care this much about your audience because this is what you're feeding them. That's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Shayna Baszler is a legit shoot fighter, a legitimate badass. Legit. This is the imagine, best story you
2: imagine Ronda come up with. Rousey in that position. Would Ronda Rousey ever allow herself to be treated the way?
0: They are treating Shayna Shayna Baszler. No. Would Brock Lesnar ever let them treat him the way that they're treating Shayna Baszler? Please.
2: Uh, No. no. I'm just trying to compare apples to apples. Female uh, MMA uh, fighter, female MMA fighter. You can make a comparison between Shayna and Ronda. It's very easy. But imagine Ronda and Nia face-to-face. Do you think Ronda Rousey would have let Nia just... Punk her out with one finger in the chest? No. Every time I see Shayna, it's like I, I'm when I see her do things, I'm like, this girl is such a badass. Forget about the bite to the back of the neck. That was dog shit. Let's forget about it. This girl is such a badass. Let her be that badass. Don't punk her out. Treat her like a different level badass than a Ronda Rousey. We know what Ronda is. Shayna should be a cold-blooded killer. She should be, she should be, people, people should take a step back every time Shayna Baszler walks into a room. Women should shut their mouth and not make eye contact with her. Because they fear her so much. How are you gonna go wrong with that? You're not. I got it's Nia Jax poking story. her in the chest. Why? Because Nia is bigger than her. I got. I got one. Uh, oh, you look like haystacks Calhoun. Okay, so okay, let's make a weight joke. Oh, you look like something out of the Adams family. Okay, let's make a uh, a looks joke. I don't understand where that gets them. How about, you know you're a big, bad son of a bitch and I'm a better son of a bitch or a bigger better son of a bitch? If that, I don't like you, you don't like me. So that's one thing we have in common. Here's what else we don't like in we don't we have in common. We both don't like those two over there. But that still doesn't even make a ton of
0: sense based on what you just said. And they got a champ, They have a championship match on, on, on Sunday. They have a championship match on Sunday. I mean, come on.
2: Who cares? You care too much, Dave. That's your problem. You care.
0: Damn too right much. I care. And you know what the other thing Dave, is? Dave, shut up and eat what they feed you. And this whole like be a star campaign, calling the Anaya Jacks Haystacks Calhoun. Like, come on. I I get it. Listen, jokes and making fun and all that. I'm sorry. That's a low fucking blow. Haystacks Calhoun, for those who don't know, was a wrestler who weighed 750 pounds. And they're going to make a joke. He was a little bit Um, heavier than Dreamer. Just a tad. And you're going to make a joke like that on national TV? With Nia Jax? Come on. Listen, I'm not a prude. I'm not like, but come on. That's, that's insensitive to a 100th degree. So don't give me to all this shit like be a star campaign and you're going to compare Nia Jax to a wrestler who weighed 750 pounds. I'm sorry. That's classless. But you know what? They're friends now. They're friends now, and they're going to go and try to win uh, the the tag team championships on Sunday. Oh, and by the way, Shayna
2: Baszler smacked Nia in the face like a petty bitch to end the segment. And what did Nia do? Nothing.
0: But they're going to team up because Sasha and Bayley laughed at them. (laughs) Because they laughed at (laughs) them. So now, you know, we, th- because of that, we now, and we've, we, don't, we don't team, we're, we're now going to be in a championship. What does that say about the tag team championships? That that's all it takes to get a championship title match. Whatever happened to working towards getting a championship title match? Ah, <laughs> that's a funny one, pal.